There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Well, thank you once again for tuning to the podcast. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh. And I want to thank you, each and every one that listen each and every day. What a joy it is to be back on the podcast this week. And so we're going to be doing something a little bit different today and this throughout this week. Uh, we're going to be doing a series on one year later. And so as we saw converted around the time of the Youth Week last year in Western New York to the Black Creek Baptist Church. And I'd like to talk to some folks that have given their testimonies on the podcast, but I'd like to talk to them about this matter of what has God done in the last year? What is the difference that salvation has made in your life? I have Timothy Asquith with us, and Brother Tim was on here last year, gave his testimony. We thank God for that. And I'm going to just have Timothy just talk about what the Lord has done for him, the difference that salvation has made, the difference between Youth Week last year and this year. Timothy, it's a joy to have you on the podcast. Just tell us what the Lord has done for you, if you would, please. Thank you, Mr. McVeigh, for letting me back on the podcast. Youth Week's pretty different this time around. Last year was pretty rough, two months before Youth Week. Last year, I was pretty tore up, starting to feel very sorrowful about my own sin, pretty distraught about it. I would get distraught all the time in the preaching. The preaching would get going and conviction would set in. They would preach on your wicked, vile sin and you're a sinner and you're awful. And that would get me. It didn't always get me, but there came a time where I couldn't escape it anymore. And it just got heavier and heavier and I would weep on the altar and then I would give up going to the altar and just kind of feel sorrowful and uncomfortable in the pew and really get tore up by these things. But I never wanted God. I never wanted God. I never wanted to repent. I always wanted to just kind of fix the situation. I wanted the sorrows to be lifted off my life because I would be very sorrowful. I had a pretty checkered past for a family a brother that had gone to prison, a family that had kind of been broken up. And when that would get brought up, I would just kind of weep. And that was part of the sorrow of my life. It was just so heavy on me and so burdensome. And I wanted that to be gone. But then I started to get into sin of my own life and that would weigh me down and it would be so hard on me. But I never was contrite. A broken and a contrite heart, oh God, thou wilt not despise. I would have a broken heart, but never a contrite heart. But then last year, God gave me a contrite heart. He removed pride from me. And finally, I was able to come to repentance. And after that, it was like night and day. I would, I would be in the preaching, and it just made sense for the first time. For the first time, I could hear talk of God and his righteousness and his holiness and the blood of Jesus Christ. And I would be filled with joy and so thankful that God would do what he did for me and giving me peace and giving me newness on the inside, giving me a new creature, making me to be a new creature. I thank God for that. I praise God for that. Over this last year, been pretty well up and down. 
as a new Christian who where other Christians have gotten saved around you and you hear how they're doing and one's going great and feels like he's on top of the world and you're kind of like, man, I just got saved and I don't know what to do with this. I don't, I, I don't know what to do with my life. And you try to read the Bible and kind of grow in this thing. And you've heard about it your whole life. You've heard that Christians ought to grow and desire the sincere milk of the word as a babe. And you want to do that. You want to desire that sincere milk and grow in Christ. And you want to learn these things, but it's kind of abstract up until the moment you get saved and try to apply that to your life. But now I get to be in preaching and hear the teaching on the word of God and how Christ loves his children. And he wants you to grow and to be something and to get the sin out of your life. And he'll help you do that. And it's wonderful because he has helped me. I no longer sit in services where I have this deep contention with God, this enmity with God. I can have love for God for the first time in a service and hear that and rejoice in the things of God. It's made a big difference in my life. Timothy, I want to thank you again for telling us what the Lord has done for you. And we certainly thank the Lord for salvation. Thank the Lord for his marvelous, wonderful grace. Certainly appreciate the testimony that Tim has given, what the Lord has done. I've also asked Michael Asquith, who's been a guest on this podcast. The Lord saved him last July in the meeting down in North Carolina on Twinkie Night. And so we're so certainly thankful for Michael. Michael, if you would just share a few things what the Lord has done for you since you've been saved. And just look at those things that God has done for you, with you, through you. Michael, thank you for being on the podcast again. Well, Brother McVeigh, I appreciate being back on here. Um, I always figured kind of when I got saved, I would just be saved. I didn't really even know what that meant. I saw people saying they had peace and joy, but never even really knew what that meant. But I guess the biggest thing for me in salvation that I've been pondering along this week because coming up on about a year is just having that daily, just God on the inside. And you can wake up in the morning and you can be thinking about the things of God and you can go to bed and you can be thinking about the things of God and going to work and then thinking about the things of God. And it's not a grief anymore when you start thinking about the things of God. You, and when you're not, when you don't have a song playing in your heart, you start wondering, you know, what's wrong? You know, and you start desiring those things and you can open your Bible and you can enjoy reading your Bible for the first time ever. And, and even things in my life through the last year where before I would you know, struggle and figure out ways to make them work, being able to go and to pray to God about it and see him just definitely answer prayers. And you know, that was God answering a prayer for you. I guess that's been the biggest difference in my life this last year is just having God with me instead of going to church and trying to read my Bible and trying to pray and trying to do the right thing. It's now become more of a natural thing to do. It's more of an inner desire to do it. And I thank God for salvation. Amen, Michael. Certainly thank you for that. Appreciate that good word. And again, the wonderful grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the grace of God. It has appeared to all men, but yet there's very few that will come. So thank you again, Michael, for the testimony. Next on the podcast, we have Brother Sam Asquith with us. This is the brother of Timothy, brother of Michael Asquith. Sam also has testified on this podcast of finding saving faith in the person of Jesus Christ. Around this time last year, Sam, I'd like you to just speak a little bit what it's like to be saved one year later, looking back on what God has done for you. Thank you uh, to McVeigh for bringing me back on the podcast. It's a um, blessing to be able to share what God has done for me in the last year. Um, and it's really been a, a case of this uh, this verse in Philippians 2.12. 
Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And uh, I've held close to that verse about whether I am saved or not. Seeking out my own salvation with fear and trembling. And I hold closely to the word of God. I don't want any outside distractions. I don't want any outside uh, person. Distractions is probably the best word for it. Um, I told my wife when I did get saved, I didn't want her to talk about um, the changes that she noticed in my life because I didn't want to hold close to those things as salvation. Because if the words from a King James Version cannot um, confirm salvation within you, cannot give you that assurance, then you are lost. And so I held only true to what the word of God said. And it, it talks about that fear and trembling. And there has been times since my salvation that I have feared and trembled over my salvation. And it was from bad doctrine. Um, one of the examples I had is recently after salvation, this um, a, a, a man of God that I hold in high esteem um, in a casual conversation just talked about how he could not deny um, Jesus Christ. And I am at, immediately in my head thought, it, well, if I cannot deny Jesus Christ, then um, being saved, um, I played it in my head. And I, I thought, Jesus Christ is not. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I could complete that sentence. And I didn't complete the sentence, but I was pretty sure I could. And that troubled me for a long time because and when I say a long time, I mean like months where I sat there and did not have peace over my salvation. And God said he would give peace. And I did not have peace over my own salvation. and It was bad doctrine. And uh, I was listening to a message that was completely unrelated. And God brought to remembrance Mark uh, 1472. And it said, and the second time the cock crew and Peter called to mind the word that Jesus said unto him before the cock crowed twice, thou shalt deny me thrice. And when he thought thereon, he wept. And I just had great rejoicing because if Peter could deny Jesus Christ three times, then me being saved for a month and a half, I could deny him. I didn't want to deny him. But it scared me that I might have the ability to deny him. And it was bad doctrine that was screwing me up. The other thing was, uh, real quick, was this idea of um, how I got saved. And it was by that verse. It'd be found in Hebrews 11.6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And the night that I got saved, I was in the youth week of 2022, and I believe my father was preaching, and I just had that thought, I just don't care what happens. I'll be 90 years old, and I will just seek him until I find this thing of assurance, until I find Jesus Christ. And as soon as I had that thought, this verse came into mind, and I pondered that thing, is this salvation? wrestled with that a lot. And God gave me peace over it. That he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And then you come upon these things of repentance. People talk about this repentance stuff. And I thought, where was the repentance? 
Because every time it talks about that repentance, it talks about repent and believe. Repentance comes first. You don't believe and then repent. You repent and then believe. And so I was troubled for a a long time, six or eight months probably, uh, maybe even longer, actually probably 11 months. Um, Timothy McVeigh was preaching in uh, Shingle House. And one of the last services, I hadn't gotten much from the meeting. It was a good meeting. I enjoyed myself. And um, I I don't want to say that I sat there and hard-hearted, but I just hadn't really gotten much from the meeting. And winding down one of the last services, that thought, God gave me that thought. Believing Jesus Christ is repentance. God commanded people to believe him. And when you turn from your unbelief to belief, that that is repentance. And God gave me peace. And I just want to thank God for peace. Sam, thank you once again for being on the podcast. We certainly are thankful the Lord has given you that assurance of faith. Those of you listening, continue to pray for Sam, pray for his wife, Charity. they got two little ones at home. We certainly are thankful for what the Lord has done in their lives. Tune in again tomorrow. Lord, we'll be back on here with a message from the Word of God. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord. As he cries for forgiveness and mercy, God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption draweth not. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the 